you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Who cares because oh, Jesus. it's Sydney's <laughs> birthday. Lord. Happy birthday to <clears throat> Sydney. <Mm-mm-mm>. Okay. Um, <laughs> my week was fine. Work is still pretty busy, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, I got my nose pierced. Oh, yeah. Impulse decision. Mm-hmm. Not really, because I've been talking about it for years. I just right. And you've it. had it pierced before, for those that don't know. Yeah. yeah. He literally pierced the same spot. Oh, that's funny. Because um, was there, like, a, still a spot there from mm-hmm. when you had it before? Okay, yeah. Um, weekend was a lot of errands. Mm-hmm. Can't believe I gotta go back to work. I definitely like I need a, my own spring break, so I'm thinking about taking a day or two mm-hmm. next month because I'm like I want to pause, I want a moment. Yeah, especially it's getting nicer out. Right, so I think next month I'm gonna take like a maybe a Friday and a Monday, have like an extended weekend or mm-hmm. something because like Shorty wants a break. Anyway, <clears throat> that's it. My week has been unexpectedly busy. I just don't think I factored in how busy leaving a job is. It doesn't have to be. It's exhausting. But you're better than me. (laughs) It is definitely exhausting leaving a job and ensuring that everything is getting taken care of. I told her she don't don't really got to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this coming week is my last week of work at this current company. So, um, I'm expecting the next week to be even more exhausting, but on Friday, I expect to just get drunk. (laughs) That's my plan, anyways. All right. On Friday. Um, because I'm like, oof, I ain't gotta do that no more. Um, but also starting a new job after working at the same place for five years is also kind of like... It's it's, a little nerve-wracking. Yes, yes, exactly. Because it's like, am I gonna like these people? Right. Um, am I going to like the work? You know, right. so. Even though you were ready to leave. Right. It was still a place that you knew and exactly. felt a level of comfort at. Mm-hmm. So anytime you start something new, even though you know it's the right move. Right. It would be, it'd be weird if you weren't nervous. Right, right, right. So this is a little interesting time period I'm going through now and we'll see how it goes. Leveling up. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> boom, boom, bow. Not boom, boom, bow. So, what's happening in the media? Okay, guys. Um, first of all, I'll start with Kirk Franklin. Mm, oh, gee. girl. That has been... I saw I haven't heard the clip yet, but I was... I looked for it for a moment, but I've been busy. But... Everyone has so many thoughts. Girl, and... yes, please t- p- p- tell me. Catch so me up. So many... So... Kirk Franklin's oldest son, mm-hmm. uh, 33-year-old, mm-hmm. Lee, um, I don't say Lee, posted a phone call between him and his dad. Mm-hmm. Kirk was cussing. I'm not actually surprised. I'm not either. <laughs> you know, things like, you know, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to shut the F up. Like, you know. I'm not surprised. So the one thing I want to say before I go further 
um, yeah, Christian people cuss. Right. So that was the first thing. I saw reactions online. I'm like, because he believes in God. He can't cuss. You think he don't say. And I, and I, and this is when I say, um. Is cussing a sin? Do people consider cussing a sin? I, I just, I'm I, genuinely, I have no clue. I don't believe there is, um, biblical. Okay. Record. But it's just something that. Don't, but I think done. people who even aren't religious, yes, they'll yeah, say yeah. like cussing isn't polite. I yeah, think you know what I mean, absolutely. like around kids and stuff like that. Absolutely. Like they're, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are words bad or nice, bad or good? Mm-hmm. Who, who determined that, right? Right, right. Reminds me of like the history of cussing on Netflix. If you haven't yeah, watched that, yeah. that was really interesting just, to watch. If for information, if everyone that's listening doesn't know, I didn't cuss for the longest. And I think it's because I thought it was bad, but I don't know if I ever associated it with it being a sin. Me either. It was just more of, it's unpolite. It's yeah, unpolite to yeah. use that language. It's not, you know, you are taught that it's a bad word. Right. And me being taught it wasn't, and as I was raised as a Christian, and I am, I'm a believer, I believe in God. Yeah, yeah. My mother saying that was a bad word, she did not associate that with, with we we believe in God and God says right. don't say that. It was right. more like that's a bad word. Don't say that. <laughs> right. So exactly. I don't know, but yeah. I want to say yeah, that happens. It happens. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear me? Cause now I believe in God. Right. That don't stop nothing. <laughs> Talk to him every day, multiple times a day. Okay. Right. right. Obviously, it was a heated exchange. Mm-hmm. We didn't get the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Kirk Franklin made a video statement, like apologizing, saying that they don't have a good relationship. He was he was feeling disrespected. He got angry. He lashed out. He wanted to call the, the like the family therapist to try to fix it and figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's been his way for some time. Um, one of his daughters, Kirk Franklin's daughters, his sibling mm-hmm. was like, he is not telling the whole truth, and mm-hmm. that it's not all Kirk. Like it's not all her dad. You know, mm-hmm. here's what I'm gonna say. I hope they can figure it out. I feel like. Even as whether he is a public figure or not, I think family matters when they get to online is always messy and yeah. feels uncomfortable, yeah. right? I'm not on Kirk Franklin's side. I'm not on the son's side. I have no idea mm-hmm. why that relationship is like that. Mm-hmm. But I just felt uncomfortable by the whole thing because I'm like, now this is some deep personal family stuff. Mm-hmm. I hope they figure it out. Right. But I just wanted to adjust to like, yes, Christians cuss sometimes. And I think sometimes... People put um, people who believe in religion or things on a pedestal in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And I can stand why, because sometimes people who are believers judge others and can be very... And, and that's can be big, the worst one. Can be the worst one, and that's a big part of why... <laughs> God think, bless their souls. I think that's a big part of why people sometimes have bad connotation or bad experiences with religion mm-hmm. and religious practices because they deal with people mm. who are hypocrites, who yep. are judgmental and things like that. And that is not biblical. That is not how God wants us to be. And that is clear. Right. Anyway, the thing that I thought was also interesting, because then I would just see this and I saw this on Facebook and on Twitter. People were like, well, I ain't canceling Kirk. And I wanted to say, why Who said was he, he up needed for to? Canceling? Who put him up for canceling? <laughs> this is a family matter. I don't know what is going on, but I'm like, Lord. because of this whole cancel thing, it's like, look, if someone and if someone saw that and felt disturbed and didn't want to listen to his music, then okay, you don't have to. Right. But I just kind of feel like, guys, if you um, support a public figure in any way, and then maybe they say some do something you don't like, you don't have to support them anymore. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one, we don't need to hear about it. <laughs> and two, if you're choosing to still support someone, we still don't need to hear about it. Like, right. go ahead and listen to Kurt Franklin. I don't, I just kind of felt like, yeah. did someone call to cancel him because he was cussing his <laughs> son out? Yeah. Um, what was he saying? Was that nice? Not at all. Well, some, what I saw, because like I saw I said, some I projection. Haven't... People were now psychoanalyzing their relationship and they uh, do not know mm-hmm. Kirk Franklin or the boy. So I'm just <laughs> like, guys, we don't know either one of them. Well, I haven't heard the clip, but I saw some people saying that Kirk Franklin wasn't wrong. Like, and what he was saying, that he was actually right. I saw a lot of people... Of delivery. <laughs> I saw a lot of people said that because of uh, with what the exchange was. I heard a little bit. I didn't hear the whole clip. Mm-hmm. And saying that... So, so I've seen it several times. Like, a meme, like, Kirk Franklin calling his son a bitch ass. He was like, what 33-year-old records a phone conversation? <laughs> a bitch ass. So, yeah, I'm with Kirk. I've seen that several <laughs> times. So, all I'm going to say is, look, y'all, we don't know what that is, but it made me uncomfortable, Mm because I'm just like, well, there's some deep stuff right here, and I hope they figure it out. Yeah. And that's all I got to say on that. (laughs) Um, Moving forward, wanted to talk about Sharon Osbourne. So, we all know about the Megan. you need to be canceled. I mean... Hey, something could be brewing. There's an internal review right now of mm-hmm. her and her behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, she, we all know the Meghan Markle, Harry interview. Um, she made some statements supporting uh, Pierce Morgan, who left his show. Mm-hmm. Um, and saying that she stands with him and you're paid for your opinion. And she got a lot of backlash, get backlash for that because... He is a racist. He does say race-baiting things. And um, and she had a moment with her uh, co-host. co-host on the show, Cheryl. She was very aggressive. Mm-hmm. She was um, not trying to listen to anything. Mm-hmm. Definitely wanted to paint herself as a victim. I mean, when she said, don't you cry, I'm like, I was like, oh, I you have... tell somebody not to cry. I'm talking about a white lady on 10. <laughs> In that moment, mm-hmm. and everyone praised. You know, everyone has praised Cheryl and things like that. I and think, the, the, I, but I think I was gonna say I think it's two things. Mm-hmm. I think because of society and because of this world with black women, she had no choice, mm-hmm. really, but, to, but pr- to be that calm and like trying to okay, yeah, unfortunately, uh, because the behavior and energy Sharon should have gotten. She would have been, she would have been the angry one. She would have been aggressive. Mm-hmm. Sharon would have milked that. You know what I mean? Yep. I feel like I admire her way to stay calm and stuff. Mm-hmm. But a part of staying calm to me is because of how black women are treated. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she couldn't explode even if she wanted to she couldn't because right. it would it me- would have been labeling her regardless of if that was right a natural or wrong way right to react because yeah. sharon's behavior was ridiculous mm-hmm. her whole i mean talking about educate me educate me can't even get no one can even get a word out right like you don't want to be educated well and that's what i was gonna say is like my thing about people always are like oh you have freedom of speech freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequence from your peers from your job it literally means freedom from conviction of the courts you know what i mean yeah um but you can't just say what you want and think that your friend's not going to question you that your job might not question you that's not what freedom of speech 
means. Um, And so you can say whatever you want. I can also respond however I want. Absolutely. Especially if I'm your employer, especially if I'm your coworker, especially if I'm your friend and your family. Um, And so I just hate that she's like, I was defending his freedom of speech. He had freedom of speech. He still got freedom of speech. He can still, still say whatever he want to say. And he still will be. Right. So no, nobody was keeping him from saying what he wanted to say. Nobody deleted that man's Twitter. Nobody yeah. deleted that man's Instagram. He could still say whatever he wants to say with his platforms that he's built because of his career. He still has freedom he'll of be, speech. He'll be just fine. He, his, his company did not want to be associated with his opinions, and they have the freedom to fire him. Or, as he wants to put it, he quit. Right. Whatever. So, his freedom of speech was never in question. Um, and so, even her defending him, allegedly, for that is based in inaccuracy. Um, and so, like, she needs to be educated on that, on top of other things, clearly, because she just don't get it. But, I mean, her own kids don't talk to her without cussing at her, so. Well, and um, <laughs> then after that, Holly Robinson Pete. Yes. Talk about her experience with her. Mm-hmm. That's getting messy. There's an internal review, and I don't see this ending well for Sharon. Right. Um. But um. Consequences for your actions, and there yeah. you go. Yeah. That's life. Right. Um. Moving on. Netflix. 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 So we all know on Netflix, or on other apps, we share passwords. <laughs> right. Netflix is testing. Um. Um, some things where you sign on and it's one of those text code, email mm. code things before you get on. Right. Basically trying to screw up a lot of people's setup. Right. I'm not for it. <laughs> Granted, I don't... Netflix isn't a platform that would scare me if they did that. Because, yeah. like, I... It's my... my uh, King Orzo. My family has a Netflix account. Right. We all have various profiles. I was going to say, if they have me, it would just be like, text me, I'll give you the number. Right. right. There's nothing, and I haven't shared that with anyone, Mm-mm. really, so yeah. no one should be on that. Yeah. I'm trying to think if... Shoot, if somebody else is on it, good, then Netflix getting them up out of here. Right, because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know who could be on it. Yeah. I wonder... But, well, who... here's my thing, though, with Netflix, because they have the profiles, where you can have, like, four different profiles. They have the account level where you can pay for four different screens to be watching at the same time. So if they care that much about people sharing passwords, they should set up their system to be able to allow for different people to log into the same account since they have different profiles in the same account. Um, otherwise, you're always going to have people <laughs> sharing <laughs> your pass- their passwords. So it's just like if y'all really, if y'all was really, really about it, y'all would make your platform work for what people use it for. Yeah. Um. Instead of and let people have the family plan that you have on so many other platforms. Capitalism. Oh, well, Capitalism. That's, that's all this is. Yeah. Cause y'all get <laughs> enough money. Y'all trying to figure out how to keep people out, make them get their own accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism. Right. But it's just it. like, why would I have four? Why would I pay for the version where four screens can watch at the same time if it's not going to be four different people logged in? Make it make sense. Seriously. Like, make it make sense. the other thing is, you don't know how I operate. So you being like, even in my home, my house right now, mm-hmm. I can watch Netflix at any point in time on any of my devices. Right. So you can't even be clocking devices. Yeah. You don't know where I'm at, Netflix. <laughs> right. One day I'm in Baltimore, one day I may be in New York, and the right. next day I'm be in San Francisco. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So they keep making me sign in or uh, do that. 
if if I'm actually a paying customer and I'm Go not sharing it, that's pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. I pay you enough money, I don't need to be questioned mm. every time I log in. <laughs> like Google. Yeah, you I can't log stand in, that. Maybe they send ev- an email to everybody your account that's connected. I mean... <laughs> They'd be like, hey, is this you? <laughs> okay, like, please. <laughs> and sometimes your devices, mm-hmm. location really be wrong, so oh you know it's God, you, but yes. I'm like... I'd be like, I am not there. You only even got it right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's like, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have. Okay. So moving on, a Bravo moment. I'm just going to talk about Married to Medicine. It is back. I am excited. So, um, they're doctors. So, of course, we are going to see COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and yeah. you can kind of see how the husbands who are doctors and the women on the show, how they're navigating mm-hmm. COVID and things like that. You kind of catch up with the ladies and their families. Very nice intro episode. There is a new wife on the show who is married to a doctor. She is um, an Indian content creator. Hmm. Um, I think it's interesting because Mariah, who is one of kind of like the founders of the show um, and was produced for a long time, was let go. I don't think she wasn't asked to be back. Hmm. And her husband was Indian. She was black, black Adeshi. That was her thing. Right. And so a lot of fans are like, so y'all really was just swapping one I was about to say, y'all just replaced it, right? It gives that energy. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if that was purposeful, but it does give that energy. So basically, getting caught up the ladies, the biggest thing that is clear is Dr. Jackie and Simone are not in the best place. Mm -hmm. They have had a friendship for over 20 years, so I gotta be honest, I don't like this. When Mm -hmm. I love reality TV, but when you know there's a history that's been outside of the show that long, it's like, don't let this stuff get (laughs) y'all. And so, one, I hope they figure it out, but Mm -hmm. Simone can be very stubborn, and she can hold a grudge, and I think what she's asking, what she's upset with Dr. Jackie of is foolish, Basically, Simone got into it with Heavenly last season. And I, I guess expected Dr. Jackie to just take her side. Mm-hmm. Dr. Jackie friends with both. And she said, I love y'all both, but I don't want to get in the middle. And I think that should be respected. Mm-hmm. And I never like grown people saying, I don't like them right now, so you can't be friends with them. Stop <laughs> it. I don't like stuff like yeah. that. So I hope they fix it. Um, the show ended where Heavenly had um, a party for her husband. And the women kind of got together mm-hmm. and they were trying to keep some sort of COVID standards. They had face shields and stuff like that. Mm. Toya, who clearly was drunk, was really upset that they asked her to wear a face shield. She was getting an attitude. I'm like, this is weird. Right. And if this is going to be her attitude for the whole season, I would be annoyed. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. I only really had no Atlanta updates. I'm not, like, it's more of the same. Mm. Um, as I watch my Bravo interviews, they keep saying the season's going to take a turn and it's going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. She's waiting for it because it ain't right now. <laughs> right. But that's all I got. Okay. Um, we did have a question of the week. Um, it was, are you still friends with your MySpace top eight? Um, secrecy is insane. Said, no, okay, one moment. Thumbelina said, this is a good question. If only I can log on, facts. But off the top of my head, maybe two to three. Um, Ebony2008 said, I can't remember the entire eight, but the ones I can remember, maybe two. Reese P said, my memory is failing me right now. Probably not, though. The Moles were low-key haters. Um, and Joyful Lock said, not talk every day. 
but I didn't fall out with them forever. Half are probably my family, to be honest. And I have some. Um, Bob Precious said she's still friends with her top eight. Mm-hmm. And then someone else messaged me their answer. Um, heck, I can't find this, but I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't find it. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> sorry, whoever that was. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to that man. <laughs> so are you still friends with your top eight i don't remember my full top eight no, me either. like i know i have was, tried to log into that account into I, my space so many times i deleted it so I, like oh, i deleted that see, i never deleted mine so it's still out there i deleted it <laughs> unless so. they deactivate people that haven't been active after a certain amount of time because it's been over 10 years i deleted mine but mm-hmm. i do remember you were in my top eight mm-hmm. i do remember Justin, who's been on the show, mm-hmm. I believe he was in my top eight, and then I think Dion mm-hmm. um, was in my top eight. Mm-hmm. So that's at least three people I'm still yeah have close relationships with. Yeah. I do not remember the rest, but I know like I'm pretty sure y'all. I can't y'all... even think of eight people at the time now. Me either. That's why I'm like, but I'm pretty sure y'all three were there. At minimum, I know you and Justin. Yeah. Um, but I just I thought that was a funny a funny yeah. I, and like for. Sh- the same people Shanae said <laughs> for mine because we're all still friends but after that I just can't remember I don't know who else I would have put in my top eight which probably means that we not still as close as we right because I can't remember right but I know there were other people maybe yeah. it was a cousin because or two. I, I know that I always had a trouble narrowing it down to me eight. too but now I'm like well who was who? that I'm like maybe in my <laughs> because mind, I'm now like... I know who it would be but it's like people that I have met since then so I don't, I don't know who was up in there. I'm like, maybe a cousin or two were. Because I'm just yeah, like, I don't... You. I know it wasn't I really me. don't remember yeah. outside of, like, y'all three. Which, by the way, I think it's so cute that we're all still friends. I know. But anyway, that's it. It would have been so lit if we got to have our 10-year... High school reunion. Right. That's but. so, like, in this year, it's not... Mm-hmm. I don't know when it'll ever happen. Hopefully, eventually. Yeah. But it would have been cool. But it's like for us three specifically, because when did you meet Justin in seventh grade? I think seventh grade. Okay, because I think I met him in no six. Because I was about to say it was six for or us, seven. We about to come up on our twenty year. I know. <laughs> yeah, but for anniversary for all three of us, well, yeah, all four of us rather. Seriously, yeah, I'm gonna say maybe because I know Dion and Justin. I met in sixth grade. You, I know, I met in seventh, seventh. grade. Yeah. I met Dion in seventh grade. I might have known I Dion think, before middle school, honestly. But I just can't remember. I think Justin may have been sixth grade, but we didn't get like friends, friends until, until seventh grade. Yeah. But y'all, we've been friends for a very long time. <laughs> right. Um, we should that. Talk Totally do something for our twenty year friend anniversary. We should. We call ourselves the crew. Yes. <laughs> and we have had uh, additions. Right. <laughs> we have had takeaways. Yes. But the core foursome still thrives. Yes. 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 Um. So yeah. <laughs> that is that. Yes. Um. Is has there been anything else that you've been watching? I think the biggest thing, and I actually told Sydney about it right after I watched it. Oh, yeah, because I watched it right after you did told Did you me. like it? I did. It was I so... I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, on Netflix, guys, it's called Crip Camp. Mm-hmm. It is an amazing documentary. I believe it's under the Obama's yes. production company and deal with Netflix. Mm-hmm. The little trailer caught my eye, and mm-hmm. I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God. So, it's a documentary about a camp mm-hmm. that existed in the 50s up until the 70s for um, people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And you 
this, they had like documentary footage of the camp and the children there and they had kind of, they talked to old campers and their experience, experiences of being in the world, mm-hmm. especially in a time where there were no um, ADA, there were no rules or regulations. Yeah. And it talked about how a good core of them, of the campers, mm-hmm. eventually organized and created something bigger mm-hmm. that got the Disability Act and things like that passed. And for the record, and I didn't know this, that that was passed in 1990. That is despicable. Yeah. Part of me watches thinking like, this country is such trash. Yeah. Other part of me just thought, as um, an able-bodied person, mm-hmm. we really just don't think about... Yep. We don't think about it. Nope. The ways that, that the world just weren't designed and mm-hmm. a lot of times now without legal enforcement people probably still wouldn't mm-hmm. i mean yeah. you had hospitals and schools being like nah you mm-hmm. had hospitals saying they don't want to make it be compliant make it be compliant yeah but i just thought it was an amazing documentary um it was so interesting to just it was very uplifting it was though which is what i needed at that time. right and it wasn't a it was very they felt empowered they wanted yeah. you know it was just i just thought it was well done i can't mm-hmm. say more good things about it. Check yeah. it out. I think that's why I love... I love documentaries because I just love seeing the human experience in different ways. And I think mm. that's why I like documentaries. You're yeah. just getting to see people's lives. And mm-hmm. I think um, it's so important to get perspectives that are not yours. I mm-hmm. think it's really important to um, learn and to experience... Not experience, but to learn about in any, whether you're reading or watching or listening to other people's experiences. Right. I think it makes you a well-rounded individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and right before that, I had watched the Persona documentary on um, HBO Max, which is about the negative effects of personality tests. We love personality tests. Child. I gotta watch it. Do you not That's like why anymore? I needed that documentary to uplift me. Do we not like personality tests anymore after watching that? I don't. That? <gasps> I don't. I love them so much though. Mm. I don't know if I want to watch it, mm. but I'm going to. Um, Is that bad? It was. You know those documentaries where like they're still doing the work and like there has not been like a yay we got this bill passed. That's where it ended, and so that's why I was like, see y'all just wanted to piss me off. Um, I, I ended in that moment of like I'm never taking another personality test. It just made me question like how much we believe. Like it's yeah, I needed that. I needed the Crip Camp documentary after because it was so uplifting and because they have gotten the change that they wanted to see. Correct. for the most part. Um, Girl, but now for Persona, they still they're still I mean, in the uh, midst of the fight, and I'm just like. Oh, Lord. We have had... I, I, I can't... This is going to sound privileged, but I feel like I done, I got so many things that I'm pissed about. I can't take another thing to be pissed about. Like, it's so many things. I mean, we've, just this we've, place. Literally, we've literally had episodes based off a of personality test. I know. I'm like, <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> I am going to watch it and then be afraid to go near one. Yeah. Um, but but you know what? They did cover the dichotomy of, like, the benefits of them and the, the bad, ne- right? Yeah, so that's the is same the good thing, with but... the one about uh, Facebook and ads. Uh, After I yeah. watched that, especially with me working in marketing, shit. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and I literally, and even now, I'm much more aware of mm-hmm. ads mm-hmm. and 
how much time Ooh. I spend on it and what I click on because mm-hmm. of that. So it still leaves its impact even though I'm on it. So I'm sure this will do the same. But and it's so funny, um, working in marketing with people that had like that use ad blockers and stuff like that because it's like y'all realize we benefit from these things, but on a personal level, y'all are against them. It's a very interesting kind of contradictory of life, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so those kind of documentaries always kind of leave me conflicted. But, yeah, the Persona one, it was interesting, it was good, but at the end, it kind of left me in a place of, like, dang it, like, I gotta be pissed (laughs) about one more thing. Um, I started Last Chance U, which is, and they have a basketball season now, because it's usually on um, football, and I've been watching Allen versus Farrell, which, again, more stuff to be pissed about. Um, the finale comes on tonight, and I mean, I already didn't like the man, but I just have more people in the situation that I don't like at this point. Um, so, <laughs> but I feel like that's why I'm a big believer in balance, because I mm-hmm. feel like yeah, I need maybe I need something happy to watch this week. <laughs> but I think you have to have balance, because sometimes it's like as you want to learn. Grey's Anatomy didn't help. Well, <laughs> like, they, need end, they need to end that show. <laughs> I've been a fan for literally 17 years because that's how long we've been watching it. I've been, we've watching, been watching it since we've been friends. That's crazy. I've been watching Grey's Anatomy since we were in middle school at Subbrook. Yeah. They, I've been watching it for majority of my life. Right. And they're playing and I'm done. Mm-hmm. End it now. But um, I have to find, I like to do balance with TV because yeah. I'm a really, um, I'm a feeling person. And sometimes... When I watch things that are heavy, mm-hmm. it really, really impacts my mood. Yeah. And it will take days for me to get out. Mm-hmm. So I have to balance it out. And if I'm already feeling, hmm, yeah. that will be like, okay, that's not the time to watch this. Mm-hmm. But I'll come back to it right. because it will really take me down. So mm-hmm. like I can't always watch things as quickly because like, mm-hmm. I know it's going to impact my mood and I have to take a minute. Yeah. In between. Because I love documentaries so much. I could watch documentaries all day, every day. But I do need to, like, sometimes balance that with scripted TV that's just, and not scripted TV. like Or fun documentaries. It's like you gotta have some balance because that mess really do be messing you up. Mm -hmm. Mess me up. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what I've been watching. And for some of it, I can't wait for it to be over because I was tired. But... Anyways, today, we're going to talk about what it means when we don't like people like we don't like these documentaries and the people in them. Um, And what does it mean when you dislike someone or, like, why you dislike them? So, Shanae, what's, like, has there been a distinct time that you can remember in recent history that you, like, distinctly disliked someone? Yes. (laughs) Was it based on something that they did was it based on a vibe was it based on what they did to someone else like what was it based in well the most recent person i could think of there was an exchange between her and i that was like "Uh uh-uh i ain't like that (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it was very i felt like she was being condescending and trying to frankly act like she was better than me Mm. And I was like, uh-huh, okay, got your ticket. And I, I don't, I ain't really feeling her. So then how do you behave around them? Like, do you try to 
make sure they know you don't like them, or do you just try to keep it cool? I just keep it cool because mm-hmm. it's not necessary. Um, in this case, I'm not a fan of hers, but it wasn't like she ain't steal my money. She ain't <laughs> talking about my mama. Do you know what I mean? So it's right. like, while I'm not a fan of hers and I don't really like her, she's not mm-hmm. an enemy of mine. Right. So I don't think it's a purpose in me putting her on notice that I don't like her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We keep it cordial for the moments I have to be around her, mm-hmm. but it's not that deep for me. Yeah. I think when I dislike someone, I'm probably pretty fake. Um, cause people never realize that I dislike them. <laughs> cause I probably like try to treat them just the same way that I treat everybody else. Um, and I don't, I probably give them no indication that I don't like them or I don't communicate why I don't like them. Like, I don't do any of those things. Um, and it's usually, well, sometimes it's based off of a vibe, but sometimes it's based off of also, like, specific actions that I'm just like, mm, I ain't feeling that. I'm more of a vibe. Like, that example I gave you, there was a behavior that I was like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. But I'm more of a vibe. I'll yeah. be around someone, I'm like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten... With time, I was shown why, mm-hmm. but I go off a of vibe. So I just have a feeling like something in me just be like, nah. Mm-hmm. And once again, that doesn't place someone on my enemy list. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I looking to be around them? No. But in cases when I didn't vibe with people, maybe it was a, a, a friend of a friend. Maybe it was a situation where I was going to have to be around them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not rude. I always will speak, yeah. but, like, yeah. they won't get that far with me. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, they'll know I don't like them. Right. They'll yeah. know. People See, typically know. I think people never know for me. Because I don't want to be in your face. <laughs> so you can either think I'm just quiet, or mm-hmm. you can be like, I don't know, I just feel like she don't really be done to me. Which, <laughs> frankly, that has happened before. Yeah. And when people pick up on it, I don't like them. That's why mm-hmm. I'm not around you. I feel like when you don't like people, though... For some reason, people are always trying to get you to change your mind. Cha, I wish they, they wouldn't. They be working they so really hard. They really do. <laughs> and the thing is, like, go away. I have no beef. Because here's the thing. When I don't really like nobody, mm-hmm. like, you're not my enemy. I just, am I going to be kicking with you mm-hmm. or, like, in your face? No, I'm yeah. not going to be rude. Yeah. But I'm not going to talk to you. People just but want I you to like tell them you, so much. The past couple. <laughs> and you know what? Let's speak. Let's keep it a stack. Men who know I don't like them, mm-hmm. they were double time for me to like them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And yeah, I don't know yeah. why. And here's the thing, y'all. It's not and y'all, and it's not like it's like Sydney's boyfriends. That's I not mean, what it them is. Them included, but they be bull. <laughs> but when that, but for that, I understand. Yeah, why they want you to like. Correct. Them. Yeah, yeah. Now in the past, when I haven't cared for who Sydney was dating, I know why they wanted me to like them. Mm-hmm. I'm her best friend. Mm-hmm. They know I'm her best friend. It would be beneficial. It would be beneficial if I like them. <laughs> right. And they know we're going to be around each other. Yeah, yeah. So I understand that. Yeah. But there's been situations where it's like, that ain't even a case. Mm-hmm. And they still are like, <laughs> okay? Yeah. I don't know why. Because, like, yeah. when I don't care for you, it ain't no beef. I'm not well, that's why coming sh- at you. I'm not. I just don't engage. That's what I struggle with on whether or not I should communicate when I don't like people. Because just this is just an example, but like let's say it's someone that you have to work with very very closely. Do you need to communicate that y'all don't feel each other? Because at the end of the day, y'all still want to work together. So I say no. Yeah, but I think there are ways if you're um 
I don't think you need to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a way to be professional without being social. See, I do I, it all the time. I think I struggle with that just because, in my experience, people be trying to force you to be social. They do, and like you gotta have your boundaries I and not move them. Even when I first started at my job. I was so good at just being like, no, I don't want to go to lunch. Because everybody knew I read <laughs> at lunch. So if I turned people down, it wasn't that big of a deal. Now, if somebody would ask me to lunch, not during COVID, of course. But, like, since then, if people would ask me to lunch and I turned them down, they'd be like, what's wrong? Like, it would be a thing for me to not go to Those lunch. are the worst coworkers. God, I've dealt with I'm like, them. can I just not be social? Like, I don't understand the worst coworkers. Why you have to be social? You don't to be also professional and work well together. You don't. And yeah. so I had experiencing this to the point where I had a colleague tell on me to mm-hmm. our boss because I wasn't going to lunch with her. And my boss <laughs> That's was so crazy. It was ridiculous. She won't spend her one hour during the day that she don't get paid for. She would go. Well, she goes. <laughs> like, to, she literally like. Well, she goes to lunch with the other girls, right? Because that's who I want to go to lunch with. Right. That's cool. And so crazy. I remember addressing her, and I said, "Look, I, you know, my boss, our boss, let me know what you have said to her. Mm-hmm. Um, one, if there's an issue or you have some concern about you and I, you can come talk to me. You don't mm-hmm. need to be talking to our boss. I said mm-hmm. two. This is how you get people straight. Have I professionally offended you? Right. Well, no, no. Have I professionally mistreated you? Um, have I negatively impacted your work product? Mm-hmm. No, that's not at all. Okay, so then I'm confused as to... What's the issue? The issue. Yeah. And then they will go, well, I guess I just... And you just look at him. And here's the thing. When you and here's the thing, y'all. Here's his game. When you do that, you speak in the most nice, endearing, nurturing voice. Mm-hmm. That that's how you gotta do him. Like, well, I just I don't understand because I thought we had a good working relationship. <laughs> I mean, is is there something I'm not seeing? <laughs> One could say I'm being a little nasty, nice. And right. I am. That's what. It, uh, yeah. It definitely sounds nasty, nice. Whatever. <laughs> but you know what happens? They leave you alone. Yeah, I think because the thing is, they can't say the that's you got to be nasty, nice to people like that. Let me tell you why. Because in c- cases like her, she was trying to get me in trouble mm-hmm. for not for, for doing nothing that's not that is not required of my job. Right, I have to have, I don't have to get gyros with you, girl. <laughs> get out of my face. Yeah, I think, and so with people like that, you got to be nasty, nice because yeah. they trying to do harm. Yeah. And the reason you're nasty, nice is because they can't call you out on it. Mm-hmm. You're nice. But your your nasty is understated where they can't like go to their boss. Mm-hmm. Cause if she would have went to our boss, I'd be like, I just had a conversation with her. I asked her, did I do anything to a vendor? She said, no, I'm not. I'm just not sure why she's still upset. <laughs> right. And then they look crazy. <laughs> so that's just on game. You got coworkers who like that. You gotta do the nasty nice. I'm yeah. not. I don't like to do nasty nice. Mm-hmm. But I am good at. I it. I think people don't know how to deal with not being liked. Um, and I think that's just kind of, unfortunately, a societal thing. It's like everybody wants to be liked. So when you realize someone doesn't like you, I feel like most people will try to figure out how to change that. But in those cases, like, when it comes to work, though, mm-hmm. my feelings are less attached. Yeah. Because it's like, I didn't take the job to make friends, mm-hmm. right? So if I am happen to make a friend and I'm lucky at 
my jobs thus far, I have made friendships that have trans- transcended beyond that office, and I'm grateful. But yeah. I didn't go into that job looking for it. Right. So if a person at work dislikes me, mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. Um, Because we're not friends, and I want to be your friend. Make sure you ain't messing up mine, mm-hmm. and we straight. Yeah. Now, people outside of work, yeah, I kind of don't care as much either there, <laughs> but I can understand why you would care more mm-hmm. outside of work, especially if, um, if you have mutual, if you have mutual friends yeah. or you're around each other, I can understand how you would want to get along and you would feel sometimes tension. But that's why I'm like, when I dislike someone, I'm not going out of my way to be mean. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to create tension. Mm-hmm. I just keep a distance mm-hmm. and not a standoffish distance because. If like for example, there's one person I can think of that I don't I ain't really like him and now it's like I don't just like him but he still ain't on my list. Right. There are times after the our exchange where I would still speak but I would mm-hmm. keep my distance now he couldn't keep his distance. And he thought that made y'all cool. And I just didn't understand why. But <laughs> He thought but, it was all pieced up and y'all was buddies. I was like, nah. <laughs> I'm just polite (laughs) but when i dislike someone i'm not going out of my way if you're in a room i'll still say hello Mm -hmm. and am i gonna ask you how you doing and what you up to no yeah so i think it's i guess it's how people handle people they dislike now if there's someone i can't stand because there's levels for me there's Mm -hmm. like dislike and i can't stand Mm -hmm. i'm not speaking to you (laughs) at all and there is one person on my I can't stand. Mm-hmm. Actually, take that back. There's two, but the other one I work with and I have no choice. <laughs> so I have to speak to them. But if you did not work with them, they would be on the I'm not speaking to correct. you. Correct. Yeah. The other person who I don't work with, he can look me dead in my face mm-hmm. and I'll just be looking at him. <laughs> like a stranger on the street. Seriously. <laughs> so it's funny. One of the things on the list is to learn how to healthily communicate while keeping boundaries. And so I think because you're able to communicate with people and still be cordial, that confuses people to be like, oh, so be cool. But they don't understand the boundary. (laughs) It's still there that just because you know how to speak to people and not be rude, they think... That we're cool. Yeah, they think that all has been healed. And right, and it don't. (laughs) So maybe I do confuse people, but in Mm -hmm. my mind, I feel like it's just how I was raised to be polite. And I feel like just because... I don't care for someone doesn't mean you're my enemy. I just am not trying to be in your face. Like, I'm not. So, I don't think I've ever specifically told someone to their face, I do not like them. I feel like I have. I don't feel like (laughs) I've ever done that. Even Mm -hmm. for the guy I can't stand. I mean, he know it. (laughs) Right. But I've never told him to his face. Yeah. I can't stand him. Right, right, right. Next on the list is made me laugh it says practice civility it made me laugh because remember our teacher that we had that always was like let's be civil that's how she she had a really high-pitched voice yes jesus um and so it just kind of what we've mentioned is like you can still be nice and courteous to someone because they are human you can still treat them with respect but not desire a relationship with them, not desire to try to heal whatever reason you don't like them. Like, you can still practice all those things. Because I would practice all those things with a stranger on the street, like I said. Correct. Um, I'm going to hold the door for you. Like, I'm not... I, why would I not do those things? Because I'm not an evil person. Correct. And that's why I can still say, hello, and mm-hmm. not like you. Because mm-hmm. it's like, 
I'm not, you're not my enemy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Next is sidestep when possible. And so it just talks about avoiding being around them if um, ever possible. I think I have been in situations where I'm like, is such stuff going to be there? Oh, I'm just not going to go. Like, I have avoided even being around people that I don't like. Um, and, like, not gone to whole events if I knew that certain people would Really? Be. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, mm, I'd rather not. I can't, re- I can't recall. Mm-hmm. I may have done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is so funny because I'm the one that's fake. <laughs> but I don't like someone. But I think if it's past the level of me being able to be fake, I'm like, I'm just going to not be around. around. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. I think that's like, it's one or the other. I can be in your face and like kiki with you or I don't I can't even want. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to kiki in your face. Mm-hmm. I can't even go that far. <laughs> I can say, hey, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Right. Um, Which is funny because the next one is to fake it till you make it, which is what I think I do. Um, I just fake my way through it. I don't necessarily think it's the best way to handle it. Um, But for some reason, people that I just would never hang out with be thinking that we'd like the best of buddies. Because you fake it too well. You got... Here's yeah. the thing. I think also, especially <laughs> when we talk about... Because I think fake it till you make it is definitely appropriate at work. Because you can't... Oh, yeah. You don't have no choice. But I think... Unfortunately. <laughs> you, ha- you have to be somewhat um, a baseline of social. Mm-hmm. But I think even there, boundaries can be placed with maybe how much you share. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, you don't initiate the conversation. If they talk to you, you respond. But you don't talk to them. Like, there are things you can do that can create a level of some boundary where you don't feel like you're faking it too hard. Because, like, for me, y'all, it's hard to be fake. I'm Mm -hmm. not good at it. Mm -hmm. So even if you do it at work... And I find it exhausting because it's mm-hmm. like, if I don't like you, I don't like you. Yeah. But a lot of times I'm more quiet. Um, I respond to them. I'm mm-hmm. not going to speak to them. They speak to me and I mm-hmm. respond. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things you could do to create distance. Yeah. And you know what? Another funny situation at work is like when you with the ones that you're like really cool with and then someone that you're not that cool with enters, it like changes the whole energy. Yeah, stop talking. <laughs> I am so that person. <laughs> because it's like, mm, you're not in on this, so I can't just say whatever I want to say. I can't talk however I want to talk. And then and when it they completely leave, changes it up. Right, yeah. and then when they leave, you talk about it. <laughs> it's so funny how that happens. But it's like, oh, I absolutely. feel like that help, it happens at every work environment. Oh, of course, because you have your people. And mm-hmm. I remember when we were in the office, me and my... She's my friend. Mm-hmm. We were chatting, and somebody walk up. <laughs> yeah, and then they walk away. We look at each other like, girl... But have you ever had the situation where, like, the people that... You you don't dislike them, but you might not be cool with them. Is your people's people? No. Oh, yeah. I've had that. Lucky for me, typically who I dislike, my y'all friends at work disliked. <laughs> I I've mean, been like, oh, that's your person? Okay, well, um, I'm real mind back in. I will say there was <laughs> one particular co- colleague that... My friend really couldn't stand, and mm. I was okay with them. Mm-hmm. So every now and then, she'd be like, look at you with your friend. Mm-hmm. She would, like, make a comment yes, like that. Yes, yes. And I'm like, girl, just shut up. <laughs> but not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that's the situation I've been in. And I'm usually the one that is not fond of them, and I'm just like, okay. I don't necessarily leave the room or the situation or whatever, but I, like, definitely, like, filter on quiet back down 
back to like the very professional version of myself. Like, ah, like ha, ha, yeah, girl, I don't know you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing on the list is to just try to find common ground, which I feel like most we do in most situations. Like you, I feel like you do that initially as soon as you realize you don't like someone. You still try to find the common ground if you know you won't have to be around them. And then you keep it pushing. But I don't think finding common ground means that I'm trying to be your person. It just means that we might talk about basketball, but nothing else. Um, and I know that in those situations, we could be like, oh, LeBron did something, uh huh, blah, blah. And then you keep it pushing. Like, you being talking about squad else because that's our common ground. And we might talk about LeBron and talk about work and then go on about our business. We ain't got to talk about nothing else. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm a little bit more of, I don't want common ground either. I don't Mm -hmm. even want that. (laughs) But I will do that for work people. Like, if we don't work together, no. But even for for work, I just keep it polite and keep it brief, man. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is, um... I've always been loved at work. Mm-hmm. So at times it can be difficult because like even at my minimum, they're still loving it. <laughs> so I just, I just, I'm very cautious of that. Cause like I have coworkers now who probably think we friends and we are mm-hmm. not. I've given them no indication that we are. So, you know, what's funny as I go through this transition, I do think there are definitely coworkers that think we're going to be friends after. No, no, no. And it's like, girl, I don't never plan to talk to you again. Like, I'm leaving you with this job, and if I see you on the street, it'll be a hey, but the communication stops here. It makes me think (laughs) of, you know, people leave, they do those emails, like, ah. So, my last job, I I was like, I'm not doing one. And Mm -hmm. my boss was like, Shanae. I was like, I don't want to. Like, Mm -hmm. my boss was like, Shanae. I was like, she was like, you have to. I said, no, I don't. She was like, can you, for me, do... (laughs) an email. Mm-hmm. I said, fine. Mm-hmm. So, typically, you know, people have this long soliloquy yes. and they leave contact information. Oh, yeah. I left no contact information. I didn't even leave my LinkedIn profile. I said, I said something along the lines of, hello all, it's been quite an experience working here. Mm-hmm. I've learned quite a bit. Wish you all well professionally and personally best. Yeah. My boss replied all, replied to just me. She said, well, you did send an email. Because <laughs> she was funny, like, no, mm-hmm. because I don't want you to contact me. And if you have my contact information already, then mm-hmm. you straight. Right. If you don't have my contact information, what is this for? What is there for us to talk about? Yeah, I think, and that's why my plan, we'll see if that changes this week, is to send like two different emails. So, like, to everybody, I plan to send like a very general one. But to like my people, First of all, we're going to talk outside of this anyways, but I will speak to them in a different tone about right. leaving and it'll be a very like sentimental kind of That's moment kind of because they are closer to me and I will genuinely miss them as right. people, but everybody is not getting it. So my plan, we'll see if this gets... I think that's nice to do. I mean, I even know with my last job, my lunch, Mm -hmm. I did invite only. Oh, so you know what's funny? Um, I didn't even invite the whole... I didn't even do all They were going to do a heavy hour, of course, virtual for me. And I said I don't want one. Good. I would Um, say the same thing. And they was like, oh. But I'm like, no. But like, I think part of that is like 
they just know that that's me. Um, like, they send around happy birthday emails. I tell them, don't you do that for me. Like, so I think me not wanting a happy hour is just like, oh, that's Sydney not wanting attention. But it's also like... I don't want to have I don't want to have to keep keep with all these people that I'm not cool with. I don't want, especially virtually, to be asked questions for an hour. Like, it will be very different if it was, like, in a very social setting and in person. Because then I don't necessarily have to interact with all y'all. But sitting on Zoom for an hour drinking about and people asking me about me leaving and where I'm I don't feel like doing that. And it's none of your business. I mean, that too. But I just don't. I don't find the benefit in it. Then, <laughs> to be and, and, and that's I why you don't do it. I would rather be on Zoom with my few people, um, and I'll be completely fine drinking with them, talking, talking about people, because like, you—that's the under the benefit of having like friends that you are coworkers with. You talk about your other coworkers with them. Like, oh, I'll be completely fine with that being how I go out, but having a happy hour with fifty plus people, not not my thing. First of all, and then. I'll- also, they just suck anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's both. They just suck anyway. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, so yeah, those were a couple of tips. I didn't go through all of them just because a lot of them seem duplicative to me and are already things um, that we do. Like, yes, we look at ourselves and why we don't like these people. But most of the time, we not liking anybody, not disliking anybody for anything petty. Like, it's not, oh, they didn't give me gum, so I don't like them. Like, it's, we, us... Shanae and I would never dislike someone for something irrational. Yeah. It's always based in a legitimate reason. It's more about, most of the time it's like moral code. Yeah. Like we're not childish. Stuff like that, (laughs) that will make me not dislike someone Mm -hmm. and distance myself from them. Um, if you're annoying, that don't mean I dislike you. You're just right. annoying. Right. And for me, there's a difference. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you can be annoying. That I don't can mean find, I dislike you. Yeah, I, and even the annoying people, I can find the, the um, I can't think of the word right now, but, like, the beauty in their annoyingness because if they if that's who they are, I am happy that they are living in who they are. But that don't mean <laughs> I, I got to deal with it. Right. Um, well, that's not... <laughs> You know, that is not me. I think that's beautiful. The beauty and I just, I don't even think that deeply. I'm like, that's annoying. And that's all I got. So, shout out to Sydney. Because that was beautiful. Because it's just like, if your voice is annoying, I'm glad that you genuinely you, but I don't want to hear that. I don't, I I don't, it's just, I don't want to hear that. (laughs) I don't think about that other part. I really don't. So, I just don't. But yeah, I don't think we've ever, well... I have not in the last 10 years been in dislike with someone to the point that I want to put hands on them. Oh, no, It's me not either. been that extreme. Me either. So I think I could always pretty much deal with it in the avoid, fake right, through just it, keep my in distance. all of those ways because we ain't throwing bowls because, like, you ain't hurt my mama. Like, you haven't done it well. You haven't done nothing. Well, actually, in the last... In recent years, there Some have people been things have deserved done to it, me that have deserved it, but, but I don't didn't feel go like there. stoop to that level to Correct. do it. Yeah, I'll put it that I way. I was tempted to help her. <laughs> I mean, it was that one time in college where I... College, college, um, college. Where I definitely was in a guy's face saying, hit me, hit me if you're going to hit me. Ah. Um, but him and I don't <laughs> even have beef. Right. That was in the moment. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. A little bit of the heightened moment. Yeah. Everyone cooled down after that. Mm-hmm. That was the only time. Yeah. Oh. Uh. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think in I don't and hopefully not in the next. Yeah, I don't. Ten I don't. Years. Here's the other thing. Old to be fighting. Honestly. I don't want to fight nobody, and honestly, I don't like. I don't want beef with people. Yeah, that's why I said just because I'm not a fan of yours doesn't make you my enemy. Mm-mm. We just don't vibe. Yeah. And I think I'm completely fine with people not liking me. And I'm okay if you don't vibe with me. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You're not my enemy. I shouldn't be yours. Because I know I'm the bomb, regardless. So if you don't like me, that means something wrong with you. About <laughs> it. Word. <laughs> so. I'm lovable. <laughs> right. Okay? Mm-mm. But so I... So if you missing out, that's on you, pal. Right. Right, right. I would love to hear from any of our listeners that, like, have had greater beefs at work where it's, like, you can't even work with that person. I would love to hear more about how that has been handled. Like, I, I would assume in that situation, HR had to get involved. I don't know. I'm grateful. I've, it's never been that yeah, deep. Me, yeah, me either. Um, but I could only imagine. And I've worked with some difficult people. <laughs> so, if y'all have ever been in situations like that, please let us know. I would love, literally love to hear how you've dealt with it. Of course, as y'all know, throughout the week, keep up with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to hear any live um, thoughts we have as we go throughout the week. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.